0: On this episode, you'll learn about the best burger I ever ate and why that matters for your brand. Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Branding Podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Aloisi, coming to you from Tampa, Florida. Now, every week we have a tradition, and that tradition is to give a shout out to the top cities that listened to this podcast the week prior. So last week, our listeners came from Waterford, Michigan, from Scottsdale, Arizona, from Portland, Oregon, from Dubai in the United Arab Emirates, and from Richmond, Virginia. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether you're finding us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on TuneIn Radio, wherever you're listening to this show, thank you. And big news in the world of podcasting, this is the week of October 25th, and Google has announced that they are once again going to have podcasting as a part of their services. They're going to be offering podcasts on the Google Play Store, so if you guys are Android users, go over to the Google Play Store once it opens up, and this podcast will be there as well, along with all the other ones that are getting going here on the Google Play Store. Not exactly sure when that's going to happen, but it will be happening very, very soon. So I'm really excited about today's topic, which is consistency. And in the interest of consistency, I'm going to once again remind you to take a look at brandingpodcast.com. The brandingpodcast.com show website has really useful tools and tips for your business. In addition to that, you can sign up for the newsletter and you will get a free copy of my book. So check it out, brandingpodcast.com. Hope to see you there very soon. Alright, so let's dive right into today's episode. There was a time in my life that I was stranded on a desert island. Well, sort of. The reality, it was an island of my own choosing. It was pretty lush and it was pretty damn scenic. I lived on a small island called Siquior in the Philippines. It's a dot on the map if it's even on a map at all. It's the most remote place I've ever been to by a long run. And believe me, I found myself in some pretty strange places. The island is about 63 miles in circumference and is comprised of 80,000 residents or so. On the side of the road, they sold what I like to call Green Coke. You wouldn't want to drink it, though. It's not Coke at all. It's actually gasoline stored in one liter Coca-Cola bottles. In fact, there are only a couple of proper gas stations on the whole island, and it was exactly for that reason that I lived there, though. Sikior had no malls, it had no heavy traffic, and it certainly had no fast food joints. The closest island that I would consider civilization was an hour and a half boat ride away. It was a small city called Dumaguete and it was on another island that was called Negros. Dumaguete sported a lot more congestion, a tiny mall that was actually just a one big department store and the holy grail of the American fast food, McDonald's. My days in Siquior were filled with rice for breakfast, rice for lunch, rice for dinner. The topping might've changed, I might've had chicken, or another meat that day, but the presentation was always the same. After a few months, my heart would yearn and my stomach would beg for a double cheeseburger and fries. Maybe a chicken nugget or two. But definitely for some non-banana-based ketchup, all the ketchup in the Philippines is made from bananas. It was really sweet and I did not like it. So I would make the trek across the waters of the archipelago for some excuse or another that it was hiding the fact that I really just craved something or just anything American. And guess what? McDonald's came through and it met my expectation every single time. I could argue that it tasted even better than it does here in the States, but I'll just chalk that up to my fiendish desire. The fact is, it tasted the same. Exactly the same. Thousands of miles and decades removed from Ray Kroc's first De Plain, Illinois establishment. It tasted, it looked It smelled and it felt precisely the same. It was comforting to me, so far removed from my home that I could just have the same experience I once knew. That's an extreme example, but it illustrates the power that consistency can have on our human emotions. If your brand is going to succeed, you have to be consistent in everything you do. You have to be consistent in your visuals, in your sound in your office and store environment, in the personnel that you have working for you. And I'm going to break it down kind of one by one as we go through here. So in visuals, consistency in the size and the color and placement of your logo, that needs to stay the same, your font use and your typography, your ad layouts, your icons and your imagery that's on social media, your business cards and your collateral materials like that. Your television graphics, your PowerPoint presentations, your e-blasts and newsletters, your mobile applications, icons, and graphics, all of these visual elements need to stay consistent because it forges a deep psychological connection with a consumer or a customer and you and your brand. Now, it's not just the visuals. You need to be consistent in other areas. For instance, consistency in your sound. When we think of sound, I want you to think of music beds for your radio ads, for your TV ads, for your video in your in-store and office sounds announcers and the type of narrator's voice that you use in telephone communications the initial greeting that someone gives when they pick up the phone the persona whether that's cheerful bright calm professional caring think about what it is to your brand but make sure that that same persona is brought forth for everybody that has contact with your clients even the sound of the voices who answer the phone, whether that's a man or a woman, whether that's young or old, that needs to stay consistent. Getting down to the nitty gritty of your office or your storefront, the decor, whether that's retro, whether that's modern, distressed looking, the cleanliness of your store, the type of music that you have playing in the store, the smell of the store and the ambient sounds of the store, whether that's a waterfall in the distance cascading or whether that's soft, gentle music, or whether that's up-tempo techno music. In your personnel, we're talking about the dress code, whether they're uniformed or not. There shouldn't be a t-shirt and jeans mixed with suit and ties, it just doesn't work. There needs to be a uniformity, a consistency even to the clothing. The tone of voice that you take with your customers and your clients. And you'll wanna find similar personality types if you can for those that are interacting with your customers or your clients. Now, If we were having the discussion 10 years ago, I could stop right there. I told you to keep it consistent, then give you a pat on your back and tell you to be on your way. But things have changed. We are in an age of individualism. No one wants a bunch of robots running around. In fact, people want to experience your brand on their terms. They will approach it from different angles and they want to be treated as the individuals that they are. People don't like canned responses. They don't like auto replies. They don't appreciate formulaic sales funnels. Consistency in today's world is adaptable. As strange as it sounds, consistency, when it's done well, makes everyone that interact with your brand feel special and unique. So how do you deliver a consistent experience that just seems different? I have a great example of a brand that did it right, and you're going to hear about it after this message from one of our sponsors. Hi entrepreneurs, this is Charlie of the Solution Associates. We help companies like yours increase profitability through applied technology and custom software development. We boost productivity by using proven Lean Six Sigma methods of eliminating waste and creating consistent performance. Basically, we turn busy into productive. We work with firms of any size. Just recently, we helped a locksmith here in Tampa save nearly $28,000 a year by finding the right service and customer management program, and then showing Casey, the owner, how to configure it to get the most bang for his buck. From consulting services and analysis to custom software development, our team will help you build your business and extract those hidden dollars. So give me a call at 813-984-1836 for a free 15-minute analysis and start finding your hidden money. All right, so how can we create that seemingly different brand experience that really is consistent? Here's an example. Dr. Pepper's ad campaign, I Am, was a genius approach at communicating the message of individualism that could still be serviced by a single product or brand. It featured people from all walks of life in age groups shuffling down the street, shedding their external garments and adorning their shirts that said things like, I'm a dreamer, I'm a rock star, I'm one of a kind. One man with a prosthetic leg runs past wearing, I'm a fighter t-shirt. Another young lady walks past with the only white shirt in a sea of red shirts and she proclaims, I'm a rebel. It ends on a touching note of one man handing a woman a Dr. Pepper soda can while she unzips her jacket to reveal the payoff. And I'm a Pepper t-shirt. It was a poignant way to create broad appeal while acknowledging that their customers came in all shapes and sizes. It's a wonderful example, and I want you to see that ad. So I'm going to post the link on our show notes for this episode. So go to thebrandingpodcast.com, check out the show notes for episode 13 consistency, and you will find this video. It's just amazing. So next week, I'm actually going to continue on this same subject of consistency. I'm gonna give you guys some tips to stay consistent in your brand and not be canned about it, not have something stale and used. So I hope you'll join me next week, and until then, here's to your success.